You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. this? I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. You get it right. We roll. I know everything there is to know about Miles. Lay it on me. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil and I'm joined here with Matt. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, today is our, our third Trivial Mania, so our third WWE uh, bonus episode. Yep, I'm, uh, I got uh, Raw being recorded right now because we're recording on a Monday night. It so. is. It's a Monday night, which everyone knows uh, recently means that things are all, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Could be kind of wild. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, Maybe the champion will show up. Probably not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Well, what's great is joining us uh, over Skype is one of our longest Patreon subscribers, uh, a United States champion, uh, one of our longest listeners uh, and uh, and friends of the show, uh, and he's cashing in his money in the bank briefcase, and that is Greg Johnson. How's it going, Greg? It's going great. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you found the show, and uh, how you started getting into wrestling? Okay. Well, I am a software developer in Aiken, South Carolina. Um, I found you guys uh, basically just doing a search for trivia podcasts. And funny enough, the first episode that I heard was the, I think it was the first Trivial Mania. So I'm thinking, okay, I just got to stick with you guys. Um, I've been a wrestling fan since, wow, maybe 1991. My, my cousin... Uh, introduced me to it when I was, you know, in, I guess, third grade, and I've just been hooked ever since. That's great. And uh, I know, you know, some of Matt's questions are going to be for the older roster. So maybe Matt can take your favorite older wrestlers. I'll start here, though, of the current roster, like to say the last two, three years, uh, who are some of your favorite wrestlers and uh, and uh, heels and faces and everything? Uh, I guess on the current roster, probably my favorite right now is Daniel Bryan. Um, also enjoy Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Um, those are probably my top three of what's going on now. So as of right now, I'm definitely a bigger fan of SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown's killing it right now. I yeah, like, yeah, they are. I'm a big Carmella fan. So. Oh, yeah. No, she's great. Uh, <laughs> Carmella is money. And it, well, you're you're probably super excited because they're going to have what another uh, main event of uh, Shinsuke and AJ, right, for Money in the Bank? Yes, yes, that's that should be very great, very very good. Um, 
I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It seems like each match between them has gotten better. So I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is the fourth pay-per-view in a row. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is the fourth pay-per-view in a row. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, the the women's wrestling uh, squad is is just awesome. They keep getting better. Everyone they call up is awesome. Um, and, and how about older wrestlers? Who are some of your favorite older wrestlers when you first started watching? I would say uh, Bret Hart is definitely my all-time favorite. Um, I also enjoyed, um, a little later on, The Rock and Kurt Angle. Um, but Bret is definitely my favorite. I also liked uh, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger a little bit. Right. So a little bit of everything. I was hoping for a doink in there, but <laughs> those those days are good too. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, no, those are all great, uh, great wrestlers. And uh, it's funny how I feel like a lot of people knock on wrestling. And, you know, if you don't like it, that's that's your own prerogative. That's fine. And, uh, you know, it's really it's really sports theater in a way. But I love hearing people's stories of when they got into wrestling, because like you for you, it was a cousin, uh, could be a family member. It could be, uh, you know, maybe someone saw a suburban commando and was like, who's that big blonde dude? I want to I want to see who that is. <laughs> that's um, probably what happened. Or uh... Yeah, right. Uh, three ninjas for uh, Magic Mountain. I yeah, believe Hulk Hogan's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it, it's just fun hearing other people, you know, get into wrestling. Uh, and have you seen the Andre the Giant documentary that just was released? I haven't seen it yet, uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it once I get what the next time they have a free weekend of HBO. Yeah. I'll definitely try to check it out. They have some ridiculous footage that you wouldn't think exists of him, like as a kid or whatever. And it's just it's there's some wild stories in it. It's awesome. Yeah, there's some oh, wow. great stuff, and uh, I loved. Uh, there's a, a great thirty for thirty with uh, Ric Flair about his career, which is really fascinating mm-hmm. too. Um, well, yeah, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, a lot of people say that was their favorite opponent. That's awesome. He's he's one of my favorites as well. Um, well, I guess I don't know. Um, you want to just uh, kick it off, and we'll we'll get into the questions. That sounds good. Great. Uh, well, as we we do with all of our guests, uh, basically your performance today is going to be judged by Tom Cruise from the movie Collateral. Uh, and he's going to see if you succeed, if he has to, unfortunately, assassinate you or not. But uh, if you're ready, uh, just uh, tell us to lay it on you. Go ahead and lay it on me. All right. uh, I'll throw it to Matt here for the first question. All right. Question one. After a failed stint as a dentist, what wrestler would try his hand at impersonating Diesel next? So that is, I guess his real name is Glenn Jacobs. So that he posed as the fake Diesel. And then I guess later on he became Kane. And now he is running for mayor of <laughs> some city in Tennessee, I believe. Yep, that's mayor, mayoral candidate Glenn Jacobs. It's got to be Kane. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I heard he passed his uh, his primary, right? Yeah, he's he's in it. He's running, and he said that he will continue to wrestle even if he's mayor. <laughs> so I hope he wins because I feel like, uh, you know, what we need— politics is a lot of like blowhards you know talking on both sides you know making comments but i feel like having a wrestler in there and and he could just cut promos on the other guy that'd be great uh, he's really following the uh jesse ventura uh career path yes yes he is and same hairstyle as well (laughs) um all right uh i'm just i'll throw one here uh it's probably going to be a little easier for you but uh adorned with gold masks and shiny chainmail. These three future Raw Women's Champions accompany Triple H at WrestleMania 30 during his grand entrance to the ring. Uh, so I think that is Charlotte, or Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss. You got it. Uh, it was funny looking at that picture, um, you know, when they were helping him to the ring. And I remember, I think he, he had a quote about, uh, you know, giving them an opportunity to see how big of a stage they could have. And just seeing them 
uh, just a few years later, I mean, they're just, you know, on the top of that division, uh, just killing. I think they've, I think they've all won the championship on either SmackDown or Raw brand at least four times, which is crazy. So yeah, there's also one where, uh, Cena had like a weird entrance with a bunch of guys in gangster outfits, I think. And CM Punk was one of them. And, uh, that's so funny at a WrestleMania entrance. So a lot of times when you see, like, they got a bunch of guys in these, like the, um, whatever adam roses the rosebuds oh yeah like braun Strowman. braun Strowman was a rosebud so you see like all the future stars kind of just like showing up in these background things um are you uh are, are you a fan of cm punk greg i i, I enjoy him um i i i definitely enjoy his matches uh i guess his issues with the wwe are a little i i, I kind of just not pay too much attention to it but uh, i definitely enjoyed him in the in the ring no, that's great. I, I was just going to say, you know, on that note that, uh, you know, if you guys follow wrestling, he, he was in a, a lawsuit uh, with WWE or they were suing him uh, for defamation, but he won the case. Um, so it seems like that two year battle or however long it's been will be over. Um, it's a huge case for podcasters. So we can say whatever we want about people and not be held for libel. True. Especially for the doctors of the WWE, I guess. Yeah. So, so. that guy's a quack. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Actually, please don't. I have no money. We just have to tell him, Greg needs rest. He can't be working four, four or five days in a week. He needs a <laughs> yeah. Sunday off, at least. You're going to get a Z. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll get you a Z pack. You'll be all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. Uh, the oddities were an Attitude Era stable led by the legendary Kurgan, and I use legendary in quotes. Uh, what late '90s music group performed their theme song? I think that was the Insane Clown Posse. Ah, Greg's down with the clown. That is the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> oh uh, man, they Insane Clown Posse would show up in any federation that would have them at the time. Uh, they appeared in ECW, WCW, and WWF all within like a two-year period because they liked wrestling and money. I had no idea that that was Insane Clown Posse. That's so funny. I mean, I guess that makes sense, though. I do remember video footage. There's probably some, uh, what are they called? Not jabronis. I forget now. <laughs> Jobbers. Jobbers, yeah. I'm thinking of The Rock with jabronis. <laughs> um, well, uh, so question four uh, is actually in honor of uh, this month's Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which is going to be in Chicago. Matt and I are trying to get tickets, but the prices uh, still haven't dropped to as low as we can afford. So uh, we'll see what happens. I want to see Rhonda and, uh, and Naya there, but... Uh, in honor of this month's Money in the Bank, what superstar has been on the receiving end of the most Money in the Bank cash-in attempts? Uh, let's see. Um, my initial thought is John Cena, but he... He has been champion quite a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. I mean, I think of the ones that have lost the championship that many times. Um, I'm going to go with John Cena. Okay, well, uh, the superstars Rob Van Dam, Edge, and Damian Sandow all cashed in on John Cena. Great job. Uh, Damian Sandow, the first to lose his cash in. <laughs> and then he was released. I, I miss him. I feel bad. He, he was always super entertaining when he was with The Miz. And, yeah. Uh, that was a great uh, gimmick that he was pulling. But, uh, you know, a lot of people, they, if they can't last, he can't last. So. Yeah, and I think he actually took some, took some time in... Um, TNA or Impact Wrestling he or did. whatever it's called nowadays. They will uh, still sign anybody who gets cut usually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he had a he had a decent run there. I know like uh, Christian was a champion immediately after getting released, and I think D'Lo even had a championship run. So, next question: In 2008, three wrestlers born to famous wrestling parents formed a group known as Legacy. Name any two of the parents. Okay, so the parents would be let's see. Um, Cowboy Bob Orton, uh, father of Randy Orton. 
and uh, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, uh, father of Ted DiBiase Jr. All right, you got two. Can you get the third one? Uh, uh yes. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, father of uh, Cody Rhodes. There you go. I should just made it all three. I didn't know that you were such an expert, <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> made that easier. Uh, yeah, that was a cool, cool little faction there. Uh, uh Ted DiBiase Jr. Not doing much these days. No, I. I mean, I guess uh, maybe the IRS man came and I don't know. He doesn't have his money anymore. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, so this is after what, five questions mm-hmm. and he's five for five. So, uh, Greg is just killing this, uh, this, uh, laid on me. So, uh, moving right along, this one is probably pretty easy for you now after hearing all the other ones, but we're going to go for it at WrestleMania 23. Now president Donald Trump, along with stone cold, Steve Austin shaved the head of Vince McMahon with the help from this superstar who just returned to the raw brand and is currently feuding with Sami Zayn. Uh, that would be Bobby Lashley. That is Bobby Lashley. What a what a segment that was. <laughs> I, it's it's so funny. You never think that anyone on WWE, you know, just anyone really, that would would go on to be as you know as big as Donald Trump or be president or something like that. So it's funny now looking back at the footage and you're, and when little kids are like, "Hey, that's our president shaving uh, Vince yeah. McMahon's head." There's a picture of uh, Kim Kardashian uh, with Donald Trump, and it's the special guest host of WrestleMania 23 with the oh. main event of WrestleMania 24, or whatever that was. Uh, are you a fan of uh, Bobby Lashley? He's okay. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of his initial run in mm-hmm. WWE, but um, he improved quite a bit when he was in Impact or TNA, whatever you want to call him. Um, <laughs> it's both, apparently. Right now, it's just it's, it's not his storyline with Sami mm-hmm. Zayn is a little unbearable. It's but, a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you weren't feeling the sisters or whatever was going on with that. That, that was embarrassing. Yeah. I feel bad for, for Sami Zayn because he's a, he's a great wrestler, great worker, but uh, I feel like creatively they never really know what to do with him other than put him with Kevin Owens. And I've heard on a bunch of podcasts and just interviews, you know, he's in general, he's kind of like a neurotic guy in like a funny way. And I know they're playing that up. We're almost, I'm sure it's annoying the viewers, but it, it's funny to me, but I, it, they have trouble like, you know, pinning him down, I think to the, the perfect creative. It it seems like that's been an issue with a lot of the stars that were in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did very well in NXT, but it was to get to the main roster. I mean, great because apparently they get paid more. But yeah. it's just <laughs> I don't know. It seems like they, they don't know how to keep that momentum going. Yep. Poor Tyler Breeze is all I'm saying. I know. I feel bad for him. <laughs> all right. Um, were you a fan of late era terrible WCW? Um, I watched it. I'm, I don't know if I would consider myself a fan, <laughs> but I, I definitely watched it. All right. So the next, well, you have an idea at the next one then. Uh, generally seen as one of the worst match ideas of all time. Vince Russo booked a match in WCW's dying days between Billy Cat, Billy Kidman and Shane Douglas with this particular object on a pole. Hmm. Um, was that the match with Judy Bagwell on a pole or... <laughs> It was not the Judy Bagwell. Uh, oh, that oh, was no. that was a uh, Buff versus Canyon. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. where he put okay. his mom on a pole. Uh, this one was actually a Viagra on a pole match. Uh, That's right. They were uh, feuding over Tori Wilson, and they put Viagra. And basically, Vince Russo's idea was uh, put it on a pole. I don't, I don't know. That's the match idea. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess that would be uh, matches that wouldn't happen uh, in this era, Alex, for 200. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Uh, oh, man. WCW, I feel like, got, got away with a lot more. Yeah. 
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right, so this next question, um, uh, just kind of you know, uh, bouncing off of Matt talking about his love for Carmela. Uh, Carmela obviously is the princess of Staten Island and has a theme song that starts with the spelling of what word? Uh, it would be fabulous. F A B O F A B U L O U S. That is correct. It is fabulous. And she still has I money in the bank. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I will spell it like fabulous. The the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, well, yeah, it's funny too because I believe she sings and raps on that song, like many of the WWE uh, superstars. I think Sasha Banks sings hers. John Cena. It's so funny. His. His theme song I just heard in a Toyota commercial, and it wasn't ironic. It yeah. was just in the background. I'm he like, released that as a single. Like it, he it was on his album. Oh, like when crazy. it came out, <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, it, I just love all the memes though with uh, with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, heading back to WCW. The Demon was a character that the head honchos at WCW paid a lot of money to get on TV. To which band did they have to hand over the huge licensing fees to? I guess that would be the band that was playing when they introduced them. That would be Kiss. Yes, he's the Kiss demon. Uh, they they put him in Kiss face paint and uh, basically did nothing with him. And uh, there was there was a lot of stuff in that contract where he was like, he had to be in the main event. It was like part of the contract. So they started calling matches in the middle the second main event to like <laughs> take the contract or whatever. It, it was crazy. Uh, well, yeah, so far you're, you're killing it, man. You're, uh, you're only with one question down. So, um, I believe Tom Cruise is going to be sitting pretty and not doing anything tonight. So we'll see. Uh, okay. Our next question, uh, fans were shocked when Brock Lesnar broke the Undertaker's streak. He went from 21 and 0 to 21 and 1. Can you tell me the first person he defeated to start the streak and the last person he defeated before succumbing to Brock Lesnar's wrath? So I believe the first one was at WrestleMania 7 against Superfly Jimmy Snuka. And then, so if he was 21-1, that means the last one before he lost would have been CM Punk at WrestleMania 29. Well, in 1991, it was Jimmy Snuka. And in 2013, CM Punk. Great job. Thank you. I was actually very fortunate. Um, I, was able, I was actually at... WrestleMania 29 when he beats uh, CM Punk. So wow. I was very fortunate to attend. Oh man, I that 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 would have been really great to see live. I know um that was the WrestleMania and I think was part of the the complaint that CM Punk had on the podcast with uh, Cole Cabana, but that was the one where it should have been the main event with him and the take and Undertaker, but they put someone else that ahead was, of them, right? Wasn't that Rock Cena twice in a lifetime or was, I think that might have been that one. 
I can't remember. It was. Yeah. It was. Um, and also they had uh, Brock Lesnar versus Triple H. After um, it. In a singles match. Yeah, after. Yeah. Son- uh, and how was that match against uh, Rock and Cena? Live. It, I mean, it was, you know, <laughs> it was serviceable, I suppose. Yeah. Um, at that point, I think the the crowd was kind of just tired in general. And it didn't help that it was actually an outdoor stadium in mm-hmm. New Jersey in April. Oh. So it wasn't the best weather. It's getting a little chilly either, at so. that point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Jeez, all that body oil was just drying up very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to soak your hair too much when you're going out into 30 degree weather. Um, all right, next question. This 80s wrestler holds the record for longest intercontinental reign at 454 days. That is the Honky Tonk Man. That is the Honky Tonk Man. That's one I, I knew, actually. I was happy about that one. Uh, well, right now, uh, The Miz has had it. I mean, he had it for a while for, what, like over 200 days? Or was it like 182, something like that? I, I know he's had it for a while. And I think if you combine the, the title reigns, he may be third or second mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Um, Jericho's up there. He Jericho has the most intercontinental reigns total, uh, but it's not for the longest amount of days. Yeah, I, I. How do you feel about Jericho? I'm a. I'm a big Jericho fan. I, I like him. I definitely like him. Um, I, I like how he has basically evolved his character so many times in over his career. Yeah. And each time, it's very entertaining. His stuff he's doing in New Japan right now is crazy. <laughs> like it's it's really weird. If you watch any of his like shoot videos or whatever, he's he lo- he loves swearing. So that's his new thing. So. Yeah, like, swear a Joe is what they're calling. Him. Well, he's great because I reading his books and everything. Um, he he has like the most unique position with Vince McMahon because of their I guess friend working friendship is that like Greg saying every time he leaves he comes back with like a new gimmick, a new uh like I remember he was jokingly or maybe not jokingly blaming the Miz for stealing like his corporate you know heel yeah uh, or his like Hollywood heel and um yeah he's he always comes back and reinvents himself and I mean he's getting older but he still he still wrestles great so. Um, all right. So um, speaking of NXT and how people uh, come up from NXT and perform, good or bad, formerly known as the Iconic Duo in NXT and now the Iconics on the SmackDown brand, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are originally from what country of origin? Uh, is that Australia? They are Australian. That's it. Yep. And uh, they just came up, I don't know, about a month ago. So uh, they've been doing pretty well. People have been pretty pleased with them and i'm uh, curious to see how far they can go yeah i thought they were from new zealand to be honest so well it's close uh for all our australian listeners uh no disrespect between you and, and new zealand right um, but um, uh but she, they are australian and uh now i'm really curious what australian football clubs they they follow and i'm gonna have to look that up now and, and that will let me know if i like them or not <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> fair enough is this the penultimate question uh yes oh he's only missed he's only missed one okay all right, so Chris Jericho became the first undisputed champion at Vengeance in 2001. Which two legendary wrestlers did he beat that night to become the undisputed champion? I believe he first beat The Rock, and then about you know, 20 minutes later, he went on to beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that is correct. He beat them both in one night. Man, what a, what a night to beat those two guys. Uh, as uh, who who I think it was I don't know if it was Jim Ross or um, I don't know if it was Dave Meltzer either, but they they were saying on the uh, the Mount Rushmore of WWE of who was the most popular it was it was Hulk, The Rock, uh, Stone Cold, and maybe it was Ric Flair. 
Mm, Ric Flair wouldn't be on a WWF. Shawn no. Michaels, maybe? Yeah, I'd put Cena there. Probably. Or, oh, no, yeah, Cena probably. What about you, Greg? If there was a Mount Rushmore of most popular or, or best uh, WWE superstars, who would be on it? Uh, well, I think I agree with the Hogan, Rock, Austin, and Cena for most popular. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't put all four of them as best. I would certainly have Bret Hart at the top yeah. on the Mount Rushmore. Um, I put. Shawn Michaels on there as well, mm-hmm. and maybe just for longevity, uh, The Undertaker. And, oh, you know, yeah. He's not. It, it's a different kind of style, but yeah. the fact that he's been able to. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think uh, Undertaker. Yeah, his longevity is is uh, is nuts. I mean, he's still going. I know it's, yeah. he had the hip surgery and everything. Um, well, this last one, uh, I'm gonna make it a two parter, uh, separate subjects. But actually, no, I'm gonna make it one. If you get this, then you've you've uh, cleared uh, Tom Cruise's gaze. Then we'll do a, kind of a bonus for fun. Uh, all right. So, on the date of this recording, there have been 34 WrestleManias. How many of them have taken place outside of the United States? Uh, I would say, so WrestleMania 6 is in Toronto, 18 is in Toronto, I believe that's it. So I think, so just two. Both in Toronto, you're correct, it was two. Uh, and then uh, this bonus one uh, is just for fun, uh, it's not going to be going on your final score here. But uh, uh, Asuka, like many people know, uh, when she came to NXT and all the way up to WWE, she kind of uh, decimated Goldberg's undefeated streak. Uh, and there's two numbers here. There is the uh, the day undefeated streak, and then there's the match uh, undefeated number. So I just want to see how close you can get or if, if you can even get it. So let's start with how many days do you think she was undefeated uh, before her streak ended? Let's see. So I think she started around October of 2015, and then she lost in um, April of 2018. So... I'd say about maybe 820 days. You're not you're not far off. You're only uh, off by about 100. It was 914. Wow, 900. Wow, 914. Uh, And then as far as her matches are concerned, uh, she did lose at WrestleMania in April, like you said. How many matches did she win? She was blank and O before she lost. Oh, this one I don't know. Um, I, I guess I say. I'll say 170. And it's so funny. You're you're just about 100 off on this one, too. It was 267 and 0. Do you have what uh, Goldberg's match streak was? Uh, you know what? Yeah, let me uh, let me look that up. And uh, are you a fan of Asuka? I am. I am, definitely. Um, I'm a little disappointed that she, that she lost uh, at WrestleMania, especially seeing that Charlotte would just go on to lose the championship to Carmella just yeah. a couple of days later. Yeah, um, I, I think it's disappointing that they had her lose, but didn't seem to really have a plan for what that meant or what they were doing after it. Uh, it's like, all right, she has this big streak. You'd think if she lost, it'd be turned into a huge story, but it's kind of hasn't really done anything. Yeah, and that's one of my uh, that's one of my complaints with um, with Vince McMahon as far as like foreign uh, wrestlers are concerned, and usually uh, Japanese performers, because I feel like sometimes they they build them up and they give them this great run, and then they kind of just like pull it away with uh, with no storyline. Like so, Asuka, like or Greg was saying, like he probably should have beat beat Charlotte, and then uh, or she should have, and then. Um, kept that going and then Shinsuke had a huge run up up until that match and then he lost and he's still having some great matches too but um, I just remember right before Wrestlemania they had her doing more promos which isn't her specialty just like it wasn't Goldberg so um, kind of messed her up there but 
Um, yeah, it says here uh, at Starcade, Goldberg's undefeated streak ended at an official count of 173 and zero. And after 174 days as champion is when he lost the title. That was such a made-up streak. Like, yeah. ever, like it'd be Nitro, and it'd be like, he's at 54-0. And then next <laughs> week, he's like, he's 72-0. It's like, <laughs> he wrestled 20 matches in that one week or whatever. He's just, like, having matches, like, in the parking lot, just counting it or something. Uh, well, uh, let's, uh, let's check in with Tom Cruise and see if Greg survived. Yep, Tom Cruise is giving us the thumbs up and said he's uh, clocking out for the day. Greg uh, passed with flying colors, so great job, Greg. Th- thank you very much. I was nervous, but thank you very much. Yeah, well, you, no need to be nervous. You killed that one, so. Yeah, you're going to be on our speed dial for any wrestling-related events. Yeah, or phone a friend if anyone ever asks us a qu- wrestling question. Yeah, that's true. Any Anytime, anytime. Uh, well, we're going to have to have you uh, on a regular episode at some point. But uh, first of all, just thank you again for being a Patreon subscriber. Uh, you guys can uh, go over to TrivialityPodcast.com to find out any way to reach us on the podcast. But if you'd like to become a Patreon subscriber, just go to Patreon.com slash TrivialityPodcast. Uh, we have a lot of different perks there. Uh, and Greg is a, a United States champion. So uh, you guys, uh, that's the $10 level. You can join Greg over there. Uh, but, uh, Greg, any, any last words, I guess, any, uh, hopes for WWE or wrestling in general? And then a third final question here, best and worst match, uh, you've ever watched. Okay. So I just, uh, first of all, I thank you very much for having me on as, as much had a great time. Um, I don't get to talk about wrestling too much. Uh, so <laughs> it's good to have, you know, somebody to just really, yeah. uh, just, going on about things right uh, we don't either so <laughs> yeah yeah we don't either so anytime man if you want you know let us know and we can uh you know we'll, we'll do a little wrestling discussion and if anyone else wants to listen to it, we'll just put it up on patreon and if you like wrestling you can listen to it if you don't you can just ignore it but we can do that <laughs> that sounds great that sounds great um i guess so favorite match and least favorite match i would say the the best one i've seen was the match between The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 25. Yeah. Um, I think that was just the the drama in that was, you know, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, and I think that was the first real match that I genuinely thought that The Undertaker was going to have his streak yeah. broken. And, of course, he didn't, but it was, it was a great, great match. Least favorites. Uh, unfortunately, there have been quite a few. There was a match... I think it was in 2002 on Raw between, see, I think it was Trish Stratus and Bradshaw against um, Jackie Gaeta and Chris Nowinski. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah, because yeah, Jackie was pretty new to wrestling at the time. She and did not know a lot how to of, wrestle. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was unfortunate. For, I think that's the match where... The, uh chris nowitzki actually like got one of his last concussions before he kind of had to like give it up uh might have been yeah oh that's that's disappointing especially at like a really bad match and that happens yeah it's uh not good oh man um well yeah no that's uh uh those are great matches the Shawn michaels one i feel like yeah that's one of the best of all time uh for sure him and uh, undertaker if you if you guys have the wwe network or just i it's probably on youtube just look that one up uh, wrestlemania 25 i thought for sure as a bret hart fan you would go hart austin from uh wrestlemania 13 is that it, it is 13 yeah. um I, I enjoyed that match uh the problem is it, it's kind of bittersweet because that's when he kind of turned heat right and and as a, I guess I was 13 years old at the time. <laughs> it, it, it kind of, it, 
I mean, I stuck with him, but it, yeah. was, it still kind of broke my heart a little that bit. That was the, uh, it's Bro- still heart, real to me, yeah. damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, well, again, yeah, thank you so much. Um, uh, we'll have to have you on another one. If there's any wrestling fans out there who would like to go head to head with Greg, uh, maybe we can put that together. Or if you think that you can answer, uh, better than Greg, then maybe Greg can come back and, and write 15 questions for you, some really hard ones. And we'll see if you're up to the test of Greg's knowledge. Uh, we'll have to do something like that. So please reach out to us at trivialitypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I guess that's uh, that's that's it. How you feeling, Matt? Are you ready to uh, lace up the boots and get in our own uh, ring? Yep, I'm uh, grabbing my baby oil, <laughs> getting ready to go. All right, I'm gonna spray my hair really, really wet uh, and <laughs> let it hang down like uh, um, Dean Ambrose. And uh, yeah, I guess for Matt uh, and Greg and myself, that was triviality. learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.